Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hey, friends, and welcome to the Happy Hour with Jamie Ivy podcast. I'm your host, Jamie, and I'm so glad you're here. Each week on this show, I invite a girlfriend to join me and we chat about the big things in life, the little things in life, and everything in between. Horse thinks dog is a tiny baby horse. Dog thinks horse is a very big dog. Only one can be right. Both might be wrong. Which side will you and your family choose in this great debate? Find out in the new book, Horse Meets Dog, by four-time Emmy Award-winning writer Elliot Kalin and illustrator Tim Miller. Available now wherever you buy books. Happy November, you guys. We have made it through October. Halloween is behind us. Thanksgiving is around the corner, which might be one of my top favorite holidays. And before you know it, Christmas will be here. But today, my friend, Michael and Smith, which you may know her as the Nester from the internet, she stopped by my studio and we had such a fun conversation. Today is fun because we talk about something that is a big value in the Ivy family, as it is in Michael's family as well, and that is to make our home not only beautiful, but welcoming. A high value at our house is that when you walk into our home, that you would feel welcomed, that you would feel important, that you would feel comfortable, and Michaelin is all about that as well. She just released a new book, Cozy Minimalist Home, More Style, Less Stuff. The book is beautiful. You're going to want to put it on your coffee table, that's for sure. It's also super, super helpful. Today in the show, we chat about some fears that we as women might have when inviting people into our home and some things that we can do to help those. I'm telling you guys, I liked this girl a whole lot. She was in the middle of her book tour when she stopped by, and I am so glad that Austin made it on that book tour. I'm so glad I got to meet her. You can get her book wherever books are sold. Find her on Instagram, go to her blog, check her out. You're going to love her. Speaking of Instagram, are you guys on Instagram? Have you found me over there? Instagram is my favorite place to hang out. I love sharing on my Instagram page about the women that I'm interviewing on the happy hour, things I'm passionate about. Also photos of my sweet kids that in case you're wondering, they approve every photo I ever post. But for real, Instagram is my favorite. Come find me over there. I'm at Jamie Ivy. While you're there, find Michaelin as well. She's at The Nester. You're going to love her beautiful pictures. That's for sure. All right, guys, sit back and relax. And here is my conversation with Michael and Smith. Michael and welcome to the happy hour. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy that you're here. You're on your book tour. The only thing that's bad is you didn't bring your tiny house to my house. Um, but congratulations on your newest book. Thank you. We're having a lot of fun with it. It is so fun. Um, Cozy Minimalist Home. First of all, the picture, I'm I'm like a big thing of book covers. It's a big deal to me. Is it a big deal to you? Every cover is a big deal to me. Yes. And so your title, the picture says it. Yes. It says Cozy Minimalist. Yes. That's what you wanted. <laughs> yeah. Is this in your house? It's in my house. I put a piece of painted white plywood on the floor, put my Wait, you chair. you took this photo. Yeah, I took the photo. So we just cleared out all the stuff from a little corner of our dining room put the chair down on the white plywood and then photoshopped out like the trim and any weird lines and like cat hair, stuff like that. So do you have photo credit in here? Like front cover. (laughs) I don't think they do that. They don't care. (laughs) Um, It looks really, really beautiful. And congratulations because it's doing really well. Thank you. So this is your second book. It is. How many years apart? 
Four years. Okay. On purpose. Yeah. That's about how long it takes. I feel like yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you enjoy the writing process? I think I enjoy the idea process the best, but the writing is fun. the idea of coming up with the, like, here's what we want. Yeah. Yeah. Not like an outline, but like, oh, this needs to be a book. Cause sometimes you have a great idea and you're like, this should be a class or a blog post or Instagram thing or a tattoo or whatever. And I knew this needed to be a book and that was fun. Do you have any tattoos? No, I would rather buy patio furniture, but my husband has tattoos. Does he have a lot? No, just like okay. a big one on his arm. Okay, but you're like, hey, this is money that we could actually spend I'm like, on. I want a lamp, please. Yeah, I, I do not need a tattoo. I have some tattoos and actually want another one, but that's what's keeping me from it. I'm like, do you know what I could do with that money? Right. But my husband's like, has full arms too. And he's like, yeah, you could get another tattoo. I'm like, well, we could also like go out of town for a weekend with what you're going to pay for that. Right, right. Um, I was so hoping you would say, yes, you have tattoos. I'm so sorry. I know. I, and I changed my mind too much. I okay, if you were going to get a tattoo, what would you get and where would you put it? I would probably get like a bunch of flowers. Okay. Like looking down from the top. Oh. I don't know. Like where. the top of a bouquet. Yeah, like the yeah. top of a bouquet. And where would you put it? I've never asked anyone this on the show. That's I don't so you're know. The like I'm the last person <laughs> in the world that would get a tattoo. I That's don't why this get, question is so I amazing. I don't get a facial or a manicure because I don't want people to touch me. Like, Is that true? Yeah, I don't like, I mean, I can hug people, but I don't want like, I got a manicure once and they, I left bleeding. So I just don't want anyone to ever touch me. I Do you know like that, that I love to be touched? <gasps> like literally, <laughs> I love to be touched. <laughs> It's like, you know, the five love languages. Yeah. Most guys are like, number one, that's mine. Physical touch. That's I'm so like, great. hold my hand, touch me, hold me. Well, I get facials and I just love it. Oh, it's a nightmare. I enjoy getting my eyebrows waxed. Oh my gosh. What is wrong with you? I love that about you just though. Just touch me and I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, that is so funny. <laughs> okay. I will. I, I, I think I hugged you when you came in. No, a hug is fine. Like okay. I hug. I'm totally. Are you into the Enneagram? Yeah. Okay, Suzanne Seville, what number are you? Five. There was one number that she said they don't like to be hugged. I think it was an eight, but that doesn't sound right. It doesn't sound right. It might have been five. It could be a five, but okay. I've just dealt, like, I know that that's part what of the What is the five human. number? I mean, the word? Um, investigator, okay. I believe. Okay. Are you, like, into the Enneagram? Like, a little. Okay. A little bit. Okay. I have um, enjoyed getting to learn about myself a little bit through that lens. I'm a six. What's your husband? He's a nine. Okay, a five and a nine. Mm-hmm. I actually don't know that I have any close friends that are fives. Probably not. Are there not many fives? They're all in their basement. Okay, yeah. Organizing yeah. their books. <laughs> <laughs> we don't get out much. They're mostly introverts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Do you know what your kids are? I haven't, I don't know mine, but I feel like, I mean, it isn't like you're not supposed to type your kids. Yeah, right. But I think I have a five. Oh, you kids. would know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of kids, you have three boys. Yeah. One's in college. One's in college. And then you have a senior and a junior. Yeah. You are, a, you were like a blink away. Mm-hmm. Does this, how does this make you feel? Sad. It's like happy because it's the right thing, but it's also really sad. I think, I feel like there's, when they get a car and a driver's license, like that is almost just as big of a change as when they go away to college. Mm, I've heard that. Yeah. Cause there's that freedom and they're just kind of gone. But um, going away to college, man, when that first one leaves, it changes the family dynamic. And the first one's always the best one. I mean, not really, but like yeah. their person, you, you did yeah. decent with them. Right. You know, yeah. and the other ones figure it out uh-huh. and they're best in other ways. But that first one kind of holds the family together. Yeah. I feel I like. Yeah. <laughs> 
And it's like your first, that's like who made you a mama. And yes. it's like the first of everything. Mm-hmm. I, uh, my son's in ninth grade and I say this, people are going to, if you, if this show lasts for four more years, they're going to be happy when he's graduated. <laughs> because I say all the time, I just can't imagine him not being here. Yeah. And it's not necessarily him. I mean, there is some of it that's him, but I just can't imagine, like you said, you went from family of five to family of four when you got to eat. Yeah. That's weird. It's so weird. That's so weird. Um, but I've also heard that about the driver's license. Yeah. Do any of your stripes? My oldest is 14. Okay. So he wants to, because he's 14, right. and, you know, wants to do his thing. Yeah. So it's a good little stepping stone. Like it gets you kind of in the mode of them not being around us. I feel like I'm going to be a, an anxious mom when I have a driver. Oh, you're, you're going to be okay. I'm a six. Like we're kind of fearful. Oh, that's true. Yeah. We're like yeah. worst case scenario. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I'll be like, what he's off of a cliff right now. I just know it. Like that's going to be my go-to. There's all kinds of fun apps now that oh, you can, yes. you know, keep Keep track of where they are. Are there apps that you can put on their phone where they can't use when they're driving? I think so. Okay. We, we're not there yet. Like we don't, we don't do that. But just the even, like we use just find my phone so I yeah. can see where my kids are. I do that to find my husband. That's a good idea. I'm like, when are you going to be home? I see that you're downtown. You haven't right, left right. yet? Yeah. <laughs> Have you, are you still at the office? Yeah, I do that all the time. Yeah. Um, okay, so three boys, your husband, Chad, and I want to talk, this is where I want to go today. Okay. Okay. Um, I am so intrigued with things that you do in your world. Number one, your festival. Oh, Because it sounds like a fest, like we have festivals here in Austin. I mean, Mm -hmm. like we have events all the time. If you come to Austin, there's always a road closure because there's always something going on and you basically are doing this in your house. So tell me, take me way back to when you had the idea of Nesfeth. Like, Like literally you thought we shouldn't invite a thousand people to our home. Right. That happened way later. So the first thing was I invited people to my home because my sister, I think, you know, Emily P. Freeman is my sister. My baby sister had a book come out. So we invited the internet to my house in a neighborhood with like a sidewalk and the grass was one foot wide. That's how close to the road we are. So this little house next to another little house, we invited people over for a book signing and we had a line out the door. I love that you said we invited the internet. We did, because that's our friends, you know? So can we, let's pause for a second, because people ask me this question, because I used to have events at my house. They're mm -hmm. like, aren't you afraid of creepers? If someone wanted to kill us, they would have already killed me. Like, someone can can find find our address already. Let's give killers some credit. Like, they, (laughs) they're not that lazy. If they really wanted to kill us, we're we're already going to be dead. They're going to kill us anyway. Did you worry about people coming into your, like, house and, like, opening your drawers? No, I don't worry about that. Not at all. And if they did... Like, what were they going to see? I mean, I, these are the questions that people would ask me. I'm just like, I know. If someone wants to come in. No one does that. Everyone's so respectful and lovely and it's been fine. Now, now I don't have people in my house just because, but then I did. Okay. So you invited the internet. We invited the internet and we were like, that was fantastic. We can never do it at a house again because there's not enough room. We couldn't all be together. We couldn't say, hey, everyone, thanks for coming. Like people are in the backyard, people in the front yard, people are in the bathroom. We couldn't, there wasn't enough room, but we loved the togetherness and the connectedness. And we thought we want to do this again, but not in a little tiny house. Right. So our family just started dreaming about maybe there's some land, maybe we could get a barn. How can we do this? We want to have control over making it pretty and not weird or anything like that. So for a few years, we just 
would talk with our family about, oh, maybe one day we'll get some property. We'll get the land. We'll we'll look for something like that. Meanwhile, Chad and I Do you were, mean Chad and your boys or your extended family, your dad and Emily and everybody? My dad, my mom, okay. Emily and everybody. Yeah. I love y'all's family, by the way. <laughs> I adore y'all. Oh, we have fun together. I adore y'all. Yeah, Emily and I are the girls that like go to a women's conference and bring our husband and our dad. <laughs> our dad's been to a loom. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> Uh, so we talked about that for a while. And then we were in a place, Chad and I, that it was time for us to buy a house. And we just happened to find a house that had 12 acres, had a tractor barn. And we were like, oh, you're like, everything's coming this together. Is it. Yeah, we could use it. So that's what we did. So we moved into a little fixer upper. We have 12 acres. This was five years ago. We live outside of Charlotte, North Carolina. We um, had to get the kitchen in order first. So first thing we did was the kitchen. Second thing we did was that tractor barn. I used a 1980s bathroom with falling apart wallpaper, floral for years and a yellow toilet. It didn't matter because we had that barn where we could invite people over. And that's exactly what we did. We loved it. And then we thought, well, wouldn't it be fun? All the dangerous sentences start with that. Yeah, wouldn't it be fun? (laughs) I have this idea. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't it be fun if we could invite like the whole community? And so we got a permit. Okay, stop again. I have okay. some more, so okay. many questions. That's so many questions. So this barn is how big? Because I've seen pictures and it's it looks not that fairly large though. It's um, is it 800 square feet, I think. Is it bigger than the one you just walked in? It's bigger than mine. Yeah, yeah. it's a tiny bit bigger than yours. Okay, yeah. Not that much. So we have it set up like a living room. We painted everything white inside. We added windows and it's got a concrete floor. So it's like a it's huge like a, it's family like a, room. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Got a wood stove. But we have a pavilion kind of like you have. So we have some covered spaces where if it rains, people can hang out. We have a fire pit and we have, you know, places for people to park, which is one of the most important things that you don't think about. But people can't come if they don't have a place to park. So true. Mm -hmm. So true. So true. Okay. So you get this barn in order. Yeah. All with the vision of we want to gather people. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Keep going. And we gathered people. We gathered small groups and that was really fun. But we wanted to see, like, I just wanted to practice hospitality on a bigger scope, inviting anyone that reads my blog or follows me on Instagram or just in the community and really practice imperfect hospitality because that's what I talk about a lot. Like, if we wait until everything is perfect and ready and finished, it's a, it's a great idea. But I know if I wait for that, I will never have anyone over, like ever. So I think this is like, I want to stop you here because I think this is what most women are afraid of Mm -hmm. is it doesn't look like what I see on the internet. It doesn't look like what I see on Instagram. I went to Susan's house one time and can you believe the setup she has? And so I'm just going to bow out. Right. It's such a disservice to so many people because I know, listen, I love to go in a beautiful home. I went into like one of the Queen's castles in London this summer. It's awesome. But when I go to a friend's house, I have no expectations of perfection. And every now and then when I go in a home that's like, super, super clean and super put together. It's almost intimidating for me as a guest. And I start thinking about myself. Yes. And like, am I sitting Uh properly? uh Am I going to spill my wine on this pretty pillow? And that was kind of a turning point for me because it made me realize like, oh, I never want anyone to feel like that in my house. Now my house was nowhere near ever. That was not going to be a problem, but it helped me shift my goal and think that's not even the goal. Because if you get to that point, like the the point is connection and relationship. So if we want to set our homes up to foster connection, perfection isn't even part of the story. I mean, if you think about it, like if I'm thinking right now, when you're talking, I'm imagining like when someone has invited Aaron and I over to their home, someone who like, wow, we feel so loved that they invited us over. I've never walked in and wondered why the male was sitting 
in the corner in the mudroom or this pillow doesn't match. You know, like I've never had those thoughts. Right. And if anything, if you see a pile of dishes in the sink, you're like, yes. Thank you. They're normal. They're normal people. Yeah. So if we feel like that, that means others feel like that. And so that really freed me to know, you know, our property is really imperfect. We have spots that are muddy and no grass. And we have an air conditioner unit hanging out of the side of our house, like all kinds of things. And I think it's important for people to see that. It really is. It helps. Yeah. Okay. So you have the barn and it is so beautiful and you've done like parties. And then how many nest fests have you done in that barn? We've done three nest fests and it's like on our whole property. So we have 50-ish vendors. So people that make, you know, macrame or people that make fudge or wood hangings, like all kinds, jewelry, what have you. Um, And they apply. So that's a really fun part. We have bands come, little kids playing the fiddles, all kinds of different music. We have food trucks. I mean, it's a legit, like if your little town would have a festival, that's what it feels like. Just like that. It is like a little town festival. It is. How do people apply? I'm totally curious. We put the word out, like, I don't know, in June and just I put on Instagram, tell people to apply word of mouth now. So we fill up and have to turn people down, which is heartbreaking, but it's a curated event. So I get to pick all the people that I do it myself. I always blame like, oh, our our jury said, but it's always me. Um, Because I pick who I would buy from. Yeah, Mm -hmm. totally. Okay, so, but I also know you're an introvert. So tell me why you love this. Well, I'm an introvert, but I love people. My husband is an extrovert. And what we do best together is have people over, have people to our home. Like that's our one point where like our personality. Yeah, you're like, we we are like teammates here. Yeah, yeah. So we're both so happy. And you know, I love, I can do anything at my own home. If I never have to leave my home, I'm so happy. So we can have a thousand people over. We can have people stay late and I'll just sneak off to bed. Like that's okay. (laughs) My friends have learned that. And I think just to find the way that you can do hospitality within your personality and your situation is really important if that's something that's important to you. And I know a lot of us, we long to do that, but feel like we have to put it off. And um, I've just kind of figured out a way to make it work that might be weird but it works for us and we're we're still able to meet people and have them to our home. Hospitality is really big for us Ivies. Like we love having people in our home. We love hosting events out here. We have found, and I think this is so true that you're going to agree. We have found that when people are gathered around a table, it's just like things happen. Like conversations go places that they would have never happened otherwise. Walls come down tears and laughter, the table just does something like that. And so I think that once people get that feeling like they experience that, it helps me not worry about the perfection because I know what's going to happen on the table. I agree. You know what I mean? Yes. And I feel the same way about a fire pit. I'm like, the the fire pit is my table. I'm like, oh, things happen around a fire. It's so true. Mm -hmm. It's so true. We um, love doing fires out here as well. Um, but it, it, it is the same thing. You pull up all your chairs around it. You got your drinks and then it's late and the stars. And next thing you know, it's like 2.30 in the morning. And you're like, we're 40. This is a really dumb <laughs> idea because I'm going to now pay for this for three weeks. Um, but it's true. It happens. Okay. So I want to tell you a funny story. I haven't even told Emily this. I was at an event this past weekend and um, someone came up to me and they're like, Jamie, I have your book and I left it at home, but I just bought this book and I really like her. Um, will you sign it for me? And I was like, okay, this is weird. Like, but I was like, sure. And it was Emily's you book. You signed Emily's book. <laughs> so I put in there, I just signed Emily is awesome. That's so crazy. And I, I signed it. <laughs> so I keep meaning to text her and show her a picture because I had someone take a picture of it. So I signed Emily's book recently. 
That is insane. I was like, you I should it. go find Emily because she's awesome. Okay. How far apart are you and Emily? I am older by three and a half years. Okay. You guys, let's talk about sister relationships because yeah. I don't have a sister okay. and my daughter begs for a sister, but she's not going to have one. <laughs> so um, <laughs> unless the Lord just does some crazy things. Um, but you guys seem to have a really sweet relationship personally, also working, which mm-hmm. is another thing that I'm interested in. How, how is that all, has that always been? It has. I okay. mean, we fought a lot growing up, but we also really loved being together. And it's just the two of you guys. It's just the two of us. Okay. Mm-hmm. And your parents seem to have fostered that really well. I think they have. I don't know what they did, but yeah, we're all very close even now. We're weirdos together. What do you mean? Just like we get together and do our goals every year and we want to go places this. with our parents. <laughs> It's the best. Nerdy like that. It's the best. And you guys work with your dad. We do. We've started two businesses like uh, with me and my sister and my dad. And yeah, it's fun. We work well together. Who's the boss? Everyone. Okay. And no, really everyone's Mm -hmm. the boss. Yeah. We just are really respectful. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's been like, if, if someone has a strong opinion, we all respect that. And it's been great. I love it. Okay. Can we talk about, um, Hope Riders? Yes. So I'm not a part of Hope Writers anymore. You're I not. Yeah, I was one of the founders. We can talk about it real quick because Hope Writers was awesome. as a business that I love that I started with my family, my dad, my sister, and Brian Dixon. And But I, what I realized, Jamie, was I want to talk about home. I love, I'm a writer. So you felt as though writing. this isn't giving me my life anymore. Nope. It was like soul sucking for me, even though I loved hanging out with writers. Like I didn't want to talk about writing. I want to talk about home. And so I had to step away from that, which was one of the hardest no's I have ever said. But I think saying no is so important. It so is. It so is. So can, I want to talk about that process though, mm-hmm. because I think that yours looks different. I've had a situation like that where I've had to step away from something that was great. Yeah but it wasn't doing what I needed it to be doing. Um, How did that process work for you internally? Were you feeling this for a long time before you talked to Emily and your dad about it? No, because I tell them everything. Okay, okay. Because y'all are weird and y'all are all together. Yes. They were like, I see it in your eyes. You said weird, not me. I'm not calling y'all weird. You you said it. So I talked about it for a long time and felt like, oh, this, I don't know about this. I'm going to have to get out of this. This is not working for me. But I kept kind of hanging on because I didn't want to do it. And I really feel like I held on for a year too long. And I think we think, oh, I'm, I'm being so great by staying in this thing that I, that's not started. Like I start you and you probably felt that too. But I really feel like I was holding them back. Like once I left, they were able to make some really great change changes and get some momentum. And I think, man, I should have left a year earlier. Why didn't I do that? But I loved working with them and yeah. I just wanted to stay and I loved the group. Um, but that just really reminded me of the power of the saying no at the right time in the right way and all of those things that are so important in so many ways. Editing in every area of our life, I think is something that we don't talk about or it, we don't see when people say no. And so I think it's important to talk about the things that we have said no to because we only see... Oh, you mean people. They would never know. People in general. Yeah. Like, yeah, we don't know that someone... Like, you didn't speak at a conference. Yes. We just see the ones you did speak at. That's so so true. we don't know all of the things that you're saying no to. And so I know in my life, you know, my sister and I talk about having a no mentor and just seeing people that have said no to great opportunities or really great things so that they can say yes to something that more fits with what they're doing. That's so interesting. I've never thought about that. That mm-hmm. we don't say anyone says no to. We don't know what they say. We only no say to. what they say yes to. Mm-hmm. Which means sounds like when you say it like that with the speaking gig, it sounds like oh, they just have all these opportunities. Like, I don't know. I just never thought about that before. Right. Because there's power in saying no. Like I think we assume 
So when something comes my way, that must mean I need to say yes. Yeah. Like the, the default is always the yes, which maybe that's true. But I think we think that because we see what everyone else is doing. We don't see what they're not doing or what they passed up. And so sometimes I think that's a conversation that needs to be had is, hey, Jamie, what have you said no to lately? That's so good. A couple of years ago, I was um, at kind of this crossroad and feeling like I just don't know where I'm supposed to be. You know, like it was the beginning of my podcast and the beginning of speaking. I haven't, I hadn't even written a word of the book. And I was just feeling like, where am I, where am I going? You know, and so I was saying yes to everything because I was like, every opportunity, I want to take it in. And there is a time that you feel like that is a part of it, right? But I started to feel like I was spread really thin and in way different kind of circles. And so I made a list of if it falls under this, this, or this, it's a yes. If it doesn't fall under that, it has to be a no. And I had a thing where um, something came up and I said yes to it because it was a great opportunity. And like, I went to my first meeting about it, everything. And I just kept feeling this feeling of like, you just made that list, Jamie. You just <laughs> made this list. And so I had to go back and back out because it didn't fit under there. And I like, looking back, I'm like so thankful that I pulled out. Right. But no, you're right. No one ever know that that was offered. Mm-hmm. And it didn't fit in my list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I was mad. And then I second guessed my list. I was like, well, maybe I right. need a fourth category. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> maybe so I hard. have a fourth category. <laughs> um but it is so hard, mm-hmm. but I think it's important. And I think that frees up women to do what you're supposed to be doing, which yeah. is what you said you wanted to talk about home. Yeah. Have you seen since you said that? No. Yes. Oh, my life changed. I feel like a million bucks. I miss them, but I can still have fun with all of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, we're related. With them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We still see each other. It's fine. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but yeah, I was able to focus on what I feel called to do and equipped to do and enjoy and as life-giving for me, it made a huge difference. And like you, I was mad at myself for like, why did I not do this last year? Duh. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's opened up everything. If you don't know it, guys, I'm a Texas girl through and through. I've lived here most of my life. I was born here and I love traveling. Here's why I love traveling throughout Texas, because it has a vast landscape of cultures, regions, destinations, and activities, which means there's an infinite number of different travel experiences. And no two travelers are exactly alike. And it means that no two trips should be either. If you're a beach person, well, you can have fun under the sun with Texas's 350 miles of coastline. If you're more of a rugged vacation type, there are campgrounds, hiking trails, and state parks galore. And foodies cannot get enough of Texas's world-famous barbecue and Tex-Mex. Enjoy live music, visit internationally recognized art museums, and check out thrilling cowboy experiences. And now, Travel Texas offers a one-of-a-kind online trip builder that allows users to generate a custom, visually-led trip matched to their unique interests. Guys, come visit my state. Visit TravelTexas.com slash GetYourOwn to get the only trip to Texas that matters. Yours. That's TravelTexas.com slash GetYourOwn. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. You guys, in January of 2024, I made a commitment to myself. I wanted to get stronger, which meant I needed to get in the gym, which means I needed to move my body in different ways. You guys know I love to walk. 
Well, it's spring, and spring is the best time for us to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, to tap into your power, and build towards your summer you. I love my Peloton. It accommodates to my schedule with a variety of class links to choose from. I can choose a 30-minute class. I can choose a 45-minute class. If you only have five minutes, there's literally a class to get you moving your body in five minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and every mood. There are classes if you want to hear country music, if you want to hear uh, rock, if you want to go back to the 80s. If you can't run, take a walking class. Need some grounding? Try yoga. If you want to level up, go for their Pilates or HIIT workouts. Here's what I love is that you can move at your own pace. And that is what I'm learning that my body needs right now. It needs to move at its own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take all the guesswork out of working out. You guys, we think about so many things during the day. Let's take the guesswork out. Let's jump right in and let's keep our fitness journey fresh every single day. Peloton has everything you need to get you where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton has something for you. I personally love a good 45-minute hip-hop class. It gets me moving. It gets me excited. It's my favorite genre of music, just ask my kids. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. That's OnePeloton.com. All right, guys, I know you're loving this conversation and you don't want it to stop, but let me take a moment real quick to thank our sponsors of the happy hour. They make the show possible. First, I want to thank ZipRecruiter. There are job sites that send you tons of the wrong resumes to sort through or make you wait for the right candidates to apply to your job. And that's not smart. But you know what is smart? Going to ZipRecruiter.com slash HH to hire the right person. Here's why. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. It's powerful matching technology, scans thousands of resumes, identifies people with the right skills, education, and experience for your job, and actively invites them to apply. So you get qualified candidates fast. No more sorting through the wrong resumes. No more waiting for the right candidates to apply. That's why ZipRecruiter is rated number one by employers in the U.S. And right now, my listeners, which is you, because you're hearing my voice in your ears, you can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash HH. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash HH. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. You know, women shouldn't have to compromise when it comes to feminine care products. Lola offers a line of organic cotton tampons, pads, liners, and all natural cleansing wipes that are 100% natural and easy to feel good about. Did you know that the FDA does not require brands to disclose a comprehensive list of ingredients in their feminine care products? So, of course, most of them don't. Most brands use a mix of synthetic ingredients in their products like rayon and polyester, But here's what's different about Lola. Lola products are 100% organic cotton with no added chemicals, fragrances, synthetics, or dyes. And Lola offers complete transparency about their ingredients. Knowing that, you can be confident that Lola products are different from everything else on the market. 
Lola has a subscription offer. Their subscription is fully customizable, so you can choose your mix of products, absorbency, number of boxes, and frequency of delivery, change, skip, cancel, whatever. Guys, I love this. It's so easy to use because you get to pick out what you need. Everybody's body is different, so I get to put in my box exactly what I need. Lola also now offers cleansing wipes. They're biodegradable, all natural, and safe to use anywhere on the body. Here's another kicker that I love is Lola was founded by women, for women, and for every purchase, they donate feminine care products to homeless shelters across the U.S., which is a huge need for women in homeless shelters. I love Lola. You'll love Lola. Right now, they're going to give you 40% off all your subscriptions. Visit mylola.com and enter happy hour 40 when you subscribe. That's mylola.com. Use the promo code happy hour 40. So when you talk to women about their home, what are women struggling with with their home? Well, it's a couple different things. A lot of us are waiting on our next house. Oh, yes. Yeah. And so I always remind like, oh, well, compared to your last house, this is your next house, which is kind of a profound reminder. Like, oh, when I was in the house before this, I was looking forward to being in this house yeah. because I was going to do all this stuff. You know, when you watch house hunters and they're like, and we're going to entertain. Uh-huh. And, we're gonna, and then you're like, I wonder if they really did right. that. Right. <laughs> or you do this, like when you, before you sell your house, you finally fix up that bathroom to right. sell it. You and make you're it like, look Why good. didn't we do this four years ago? Exactly. <laughs> I've had that feeling before. Okay, but you have experience with that. Yes. Because you have experience with my next house. I'm not saying you felt that, but mm-hmm. you guys have moved a lot. We've moved a ton, uh, 13 or 14 times. Oh, that is a ton. Yeah. And we're not in the military or anything. We're just stupid. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I feel like they were all God, God ordained. So yeah, yeah. it's not stupid at all. Looking back, I'm like, I'm so glad we moved. It taught me a lot. It was good for our kids. I really did learn a lot about design yeah. by moving and having to set up a house really quickly. But at the time I hated it. So what made y'all move so often if you weren't in the military? It was a lot of different things. Like my husband is a visionary entrepreneur entrepreneurs. I can never say that word. I hate that word. Entrepreneur. Why they make that? I don't even know. (laughs) And I definitely can't spell it. I'm like, I don't even know how to spell this word. Right. right. So he was one of those. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like had great ideas and I supported it. You know, it was fun, but it ended up with us, you know, let's start this business. Let's lose this business. Let's get this job. Oh, that business shut down. Like there was a lot of that in our life and it felt uncertain. And we were, you know, moving, selling a house, buying a house, uh, better sell that house before we we lose the house kind of situation, moving into a condo that some friends let us live in for free for a while, um, moving to a rental, hoping we can find another rental. It was just like move after move. And for a few years, we even moved every year, which oh was hard. It's hard. I couldn't remember my zip code for a while. And sometimes our kids would change schools. Sometimes we homeschooled. Sometimes they went to public schools, just different things. And looking back now, I'm like, man, especially our oldest that really shaped his personality. He still texts his high school teachers. And I think it's because when we would move a lot, he would immediately get to know his teachers Mm -hmm. and build a relationship with them. And just, I don't know what it is, but he has always loved his teachers wherever we've been and still keeps in contact with them. Love that. Love (laughs) that. So little things like that happen of things that we think like, this is a disaster. I just want to stay. All I wanted to do, Jamie, was like, can I just have a garden and a white house and never move? That was my dream. Yeah. And we did the opposite. You moved 13 times. We moved a million times. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have a garden now? We tried. Okay. I don't think a garden is for me. <laughs> I don't think it's not for me either. In my dream world, 
I have a large garden right. that someone oh, takes care beautiful. of and then brings yes. in the veggies for me at night to <laughs> right. wash and cut up. Yeah, right, right. That's my dream And then life. they cook it and serve it for me. <laughs> okay, yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I have that. My husband does that. So I'm just going to oh, sit right. there and drink a glass of wine while people bring in my veggies and Aaron cooks. There you go. That's what kind of dream? life that's is the real this? <laughs> um, okay, so you have experience with this moving often because that's one of the things that women say is I can't yeah. decorate. Yeah. And looking back like that, that was some of the funnest times because it gave me a chance to experiment and to learn so much. Okay, if the fireplace is in the corner or if the fireplace is on this wall or if there is no fireplace or if there's weird overhead lighting or hardly any windows or pink carpet or orange formica, we have had all of those things. So I had to figure out how can I make a pretty house because that was always really valuable to me, like having a space that felt pretty, having a space that felt welcoming and cozy, setting it up quickly so that our family felt settled but I had to learn how to do that in all these weird situations. Without spending a fortune, I'm sure. Without spending hardly any money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so moving around. I mean, waiting for the next house would probably be a big one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What else? Uh, waiting for things to be perfect. Finished, done. Yeah. And again, I mean, we talked about that at the beginning. Like that, please don't do that. No one wants to come to a perfect house. The the imperfections are what put us at ease. Like I feel connected to other people when they share the imperfections. When I share that I had orange countertops, you probably like me a little bit more than I, if I yep. said I had gold laden countertops that were perfect, totally. right? Like yeah. then that makes you secretly be like, that's strange. I, I can't know. relate to that. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So those imperfections are what cause us to connect. They put us at ease and those are okay to be on display in our home when we have people over. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? Moving to, I'm um, wait to the next house. Want it to be perfect. What about money? Is that an issue or no? Yeah. Oh, no. Money is a huge thing. Um, and I think we get caught up in the money thing. Like you, there are so many amazing deals out there if you have time. And so what we all have to remember is money is just one of the factors there's money, there's time, there's creativity. Time is huge. Yep. There's yeah. creativity and there's limitations. Like if you're in a rental, you might have some more For limitations sure. yeah. or maybe, you know, if your husband is a builder, then uh -huh. you can do some extra things. And so you ha almost have to take stock of like, what do I have the most of right now? Do I have more time than money? Do I have more creativity? Am I really creative? Do I have more limitations? Or maybe I own my home and I'm free to do anything I want. So it's really important to step back and say, well, what do I have a lot of? What do I have the most of right now? And maybe go in that direction. That's and good. Yeah, money should Because we want all part. four at the same time. We do. Time, no creativity, money, that. all of it. Yeah. If you have that, it's no fun because there are no limits. We have to have limits to be creative. Having a limitless do whatever you want is actually a horrible, horrible thing. There's a quote by Henry Matisse, and I can't remember it, so oh well. But, but it talks about how the limitations basically make the art. And it's very true. That is interesting. I've never thought about that. Yeah. So I call them lovely limitations. Like some of my best design things, uh, decisions, like little cute parts of my house happened because there was a limitation and I had to get creative with a solution. Okay. So I don't think, well, I've come a long ways, but I would not call myself a very creative person. Um, but I've come a long ways and seen that creativity isn't just songwriting and painting a picture. Um, so I'm, I'm better. But what I'm saying is I look at spaces. This, here's my limit. Here's me. I look at spaces and literally just don't even know what to do. But my husband can walk in and like when I'll take you to my house in a little bit. And when you go in, everything that happened in that house is because of Aaron Ivy. What? Yes. 
I love that. Now I went the furniture in my office and I picked it out. It took me like three and a half hours to pick out two chairs. Oh, that's how long it takes, Jamie. I just cannot even, no. I don't understand no, 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 how. No, 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 no. Okay, that's a myth. Okay. That's how long it takes. Actually, I think that's that you really just walk fast. into a house and never. Okay, oh, it takes See, weeks. you're busting my bubbles. No, it takes a long time. I think we think that like, oh, that's a beautiful Instagram post. It took you 30 seconds. It takes me like five hours to do a good okay. Instagram post. Mm-hmm. That's how long it takes to make a good decision for a chair. It takes longer than that. You have to do research. You look on Pinterest. You look in your room. You buy one. You hate it. You take it back. That's all part of it. Okay. Mm-hmm. That stresses me out though. Well, <laughs> because I don't like that process. That's why you're married to the man to Aaron who to. likes it. Yeah, yeah. that's totally true. <laughs> and I remember when, not this house, but another house when we were doing it, he sent me to the store to get um, knobs for all the count in the kitchen. I, I came home. I was like, I can't do it. I actually cannot do it. <laughs> they have too many options. Too many options. I need to see three. Yeah. And then so I'll tell no you limitations. my top two favorite and you pick. I yeah. just can't even, I don't even know. Yeah, that's fine. I can't tell you how many times I'll go someplace and they'll be like, would you, which one do you want? And I'm like, you just pick. I have no idea which one I want. I have no idea. Well, and here's the thing. Do you like your kitchen knobs? I don't even know what they look like. I'm sure I do. So you did it. I did it. You know, like mission accomplished. (laughs) (laughs) I actually think the Home Depot guy picked them out. So that's whatever they got on the, they got on the cabinets. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, this is, this is so fun because- um, I think when you listed all of those things that people, that women are afraid of, I found myself in a lot of them, even though I, Aaron does a lot of stuff at our house, I still found myself relating. I want it to be kind of perfect or I don't have the time or the money and I don't feel creative. Um, and so is this, do you tackle these subjects in this book? I tackle all of that in this book. And I think you're not even going to pick the book up if you don't care. This is for women who are frustrated with maybe the way their home looks or can't get their living room right and it's bugging them. That's who this is for. Probably not the people that are going to hire a designer. The women who are like actively moving their furniture, going to Target and deciding between a vase. This book is for them. Oh, deciding between a vase. I just, my heart just started racing. (laughs) I cannot even decide between a vase. Now, but the book, um, it is like a coffee table book. It, it is. feels like it would look beautiful in my living room. It would, but you can you also wanted. like highlight it if you want, because it's like a, it's a how to decorate. You go one room at a time. So it's like, okay, here's where you start. And it starts really easy. We all think like decorating rooms starts in the furniture store. No, 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 no. That's what I would think. No, it starts with your mindset and in the room itself and being inspired and getting motivated. Like there's so many back things that by the time if you even need to go to a furniture store with a, a lot of us don't even need to do that. You're so excited and motivated and kind of knowing what to looking what to look for that you're not afraid anymore. I cannot wait to take you over to my house in a few minutes. I can't wait to see it. I'm going to I'm going to ask you to look at my living room mm-hmm. because we need new couches. And when I say need, my dog ate one of the cushions. <laughs> Okay. So when we talk about not perfect, actually I told Aaron this morning that you were going to come over and he's like, "What about the couch?" I was like, I mean, it is what it is. What I'll are we supposed right to do? Literally, I'm going to pull it out, Michael, and you're going to see that there is half a cushion missing. I can't wait to see it. I'm going to put dogs? it on my Instagram. I yeah, have please. dogs. I have two cats that scratch my things in our bar stools. Uh-huh. I have Sharpie marker all over our bar stools. We have a dog. We have dirty boys. This my husband life. trucks red clay in. Yeah. This is life. That is proof of living. I'm going to tell Aaron Ivy that when I go back mm-hmm. over. This is proof of living. Look yeah. at these dogs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I need some poofs in my house. They're fun. Yeah, but they, I mean, they all, they, I can never pick out a poof. 
Like that is asking way you too much. You can pick out me. a poof, Jamie. If it's like one color, but I want multicolor. <laughs> okay. yeah, 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 yeah. You can do that. You yeah. just pick the one you like yeah. and, and it'll work. What is your favorite room in your house? Mm, our family room. Because family or because of the way it looks? Because we can all fit in there together okay. and laugh at the office. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. My kids want to watch The Office. I love The Office. My How old are your kids? Freshman's my oldest and then two seventh grade boys. Oh, I can't remember when we started watching it. But yeah, everyone's seen The Office. It's so funny. Yeah, Lost. We've seen it all. Oh, Aaron and Aaron and Kaden did a Lost uh, marathon a couple of years ago. Yeah. And Aaron did, he, I was so proud of him. He went all out. He created uh, like labels around all the water bottles and he had it out waiting for Kaden that night. <laughs> and then he had special food and then he had airline tickets that he printed out. Um, You have a Pinterest husband. I, I do, I know. <laughs> if he had time in his life. He would be a Pinterest husband. Yes, he did all of that. Kaden, yeah. So they did That's lost. Amazing. I know. We need a new family show. Uh, do you watch the Goldbergs? No. Oh, it's like, is it good? Growing up in the 80s. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's cheesy. Yeah. It's so good. It's so funny. We all laugh at that. We showed our kids the other day, um, Urkel. What was it called? Family Matters. Oh, yeah, yeah. They could not even believe it. <laughs> and then they, we've watched a lot of the old, uh, you know, DJ Tanner. Yeah, Full House. Full House. Yeah, which is crazy. That's a good one. And then when Candace came on the show, my daughter was like, DJ Tanner came on your happy hour. I was like, yes, but her name is not DJ Tanner. (laughs) It's Candace. Um, It was so funny. Um, So your family room. Yeah. My um, favorite room would probably be our kitchen. Okay. Why is that? Aaron cooks a lot. Mm -hmm. And so when he cooks, it's like a family affair. Okay. Um, The kids help. Um, I do dishes. That's, that's like my job is I'm doing dishes. Great. and um, But it feels like we're together. Yeah. Because Aaron's cooking and we're all there and it just makes me feel really happy. I love that. Everyone needs a room like that in their home. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I have a question. Your t-shirt, the future is cozy. Yes. Oh, do you sell these? Yes. They well, are so yes. cute. Thank you. I brought you one. <gasps> thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. And I want to know about your tiny house that you're traveling around. Oh, Yeah. What do you want to know about it? Is stuff nailed down? Yeah. <laughs> stuff is nailed. Like this chair on the rug is like screwed through the rug. Yeah. To the floor. Yes. So what will you do with this when you're done with your tour? I'm not exactly sure, which feels like a stupid business move, but I feel like- But it's usable. Yeah. It I'm going to use there. it for something for my business. Like I've thought about doing little pop-up shops and going to um, festivals myself and selling my shirts and my books. And I love like the thrill of the hunt of going to- yard sales and things like that. I usually have my own booth at NestFest where I sell crap for my house that I've collected, all like home goods stuff. Yeah. So sadly, I have enough stuff like that on a yearly you basis. Because <laughs> I try to always be getting rid of, like that's part of being a cozy minimalist is like, I have to be constantly in a mode of editing or else I get like buildup, stuff buildup in my house. Okay, so let me ask you this. Um, how do you decide if it's not worth keeping? Because I also, I wouldn't use this word my husband would. He would use the H word with me, hoarder. I don't think I'm a hoarder. I think things are important. Yeah. He thinks we don't need to keep this anymore <laughs> because it's, it is, it is, it's, how do you decide? Well, it, there, there are a couple different kinds of people in the world, but I was not able to decide until my rooms were finished because now this is what we're talking because about. I home see decor your stuff. pictures on, on Instagram that I follow mm-hmm. and I've mm-hmm. seen your pictures in this book and it very is minimalist. Oh, good. Because some people are like, you're not a minimalist. This oh, says really? way too much. Depends on your perspective. Oh, no. This seems, it's so beautiful. Thank you. Well, let me tell you how I decided. 
I moved into a farmhouse that had to be renovated. So I put the least amount of stuff that we could deal with so that we could still be comfortable while we while you're doing renovations. drywall dust everywhere. And it took a couple months. We put everything else out in that barn we talked about. And I loved it. And, and you're I like, why like, do I need it? Why am I going to junk it up with all this beautiful stuff from Target and Home Goods that I love? I'm not going to junk up the space because I felt calm. It took me no time to clean my house. And that is what it was like. I had to be convinced because something had to be trouble for me because I'm lazy and I like pretty things. But when I realized the freedom of having less stuff and that I could still have a pretty house with just the right amount of stuff. So that's like my whole thing is like most amount of style, least amount of stuff. That's like what I'm always trying to find. So I know I can go to Target and find something, but it's probably like going to junk up my house. So I'm risking making it like more stuff. So probably in another month or two, I'm going to be taking something out and getting rid of it. And I try to usually just give it away because that helps with the pain. Yeah. You're going to give it away. Then you don't want to buy it again next time. Right. You just have to give it away. So yeah, that's how I do it is by experiencing the less mm-hmm. and then not wanting to mess that up. Yeah. Cause then you're like, this is how I like it. So yeah. I want to bring something it else. It gives in. me the freedom to be like, we don't need that. Yeah. Here's another question. I'm just going to ask you all my questions okay. right now. What do you do about like family pictures? Do you have a lot of family pictures in your house? Because this is hard for me. Cause sometimes I think family pictures look like crowded and gross. And so do, what do you do about that? We, I don't have a ton of family photos in our upstairs room. We do in our basement, Okay, but mostly they're just in books. Like I don't have them a ton on display. Okay, When I do, they're usually black and whites. If they're all together, they, they will drive me crazy. If there's like a color, a black and white, a sepia. No, no, no. That's going to drive me insane. The same. Yeah. And I think, I think I felt bad about that for a long time. Like, oh, I have to have a look better. I don't even love my family, but you know what? We're going to be looking at it all the time. Like your wall cannot drive you crazy. It is okay. My kids are in my life. I'm looking at them. I have, so what I do, instead of having like 30,000 teeny tiny four by sixes, I have a huge like canvas print of my kids that I love. And that's enough. And that's enough. Mm-hmm. You're going to inspire me because upstairs in our game room, which I don't ever spend time up there. So I don't see it, you know, but there's this bookshelf that has a bunch of just kid books on it, but I think it has like 78 frames on it. Okay. Yes. So just wait till you see this 78 pictures. But here's what I feel when I think about taking down that picture of me and my brother at his wedding 14 years ago. I think, oh, that means I don't love him. Do you see my problem? I do. And listen, <laughs> It's okay if you like it out. You can have it out. There's nothing wrong with having it on display. But if you're tired of it, it doesn't mean the memory's gone. You're still keeping it. Put it in a photo album. I and then see. You might even see it more. It might be more protected and more special. Like there's a lot of different ways to do that. Um, I, you know, I'm not a counselor, Jamie. Aaron's <laughs> going to be so happy about this conversation. He's going to be like, please throw all of these photos away. Right. And no, don't throw them away. I won't throw them away. Keep them. But you might, they don't, doesn't, everything doesn't have to be on display all the time. This is you, you, you're so good for me. This is so good. This is so good. You guys, I'm serious. This book is beautiful. It is beautiful. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. What are you loving these days? I am loving Nellie Taft t-shirts oh i have i have the one that says um all is well yeah are they cute so that's the pink one that we have all seen them everywhere she has the okay okay with the like that is so cute and then they just they released a new one at nest fest 
and it says going for it. It's like the perfect shade of orange and hot pink together on a gray background. They're doing great things. Yeah. I love it. And I love Haley too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nellie Taft. Nellie. Yeah. Yeah. Nelly Do you know Taft where the name t-shirts. came from? No, where'd it come from? Um, I, I'm going to have to text Haley later and make sure I don't do, screw this up. I think it was um, a wife of the President Taft, which I didn't even Seriously? know there was a President Taft, but <laughs> <laughs> note to self. That's uh, so cute. I think so. Someone's I'll, actual name. I think it is. Because she told me when she was on the show the first time, I'll ask her, but I think that's where it's from. Isn't it cute? I love it. I know. Yeah. I yeah. love that. So. Okay. Number two, Pole Dark. On Masterpiece BBC. I've heard of this. Jamie, you have to watch it. It Tell is me the best show. Give me what it's... It's like uh, the late 1700s, I guess. I'm horrible with dates. I know, yeah. Um, and the, the soldier comes home from war and his dad has died. His fiance has married his cousin. His farm is in disarray and he basically has to start over. And so it's uh, it takes place in like... Um, England, the cliffs and all the beautiful, it's always rainy there uh-huh, and yeah. horses and, but the storyline is so good. Um, and it's, this actually was a series, uh, I don't know, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, something like that. It's based on old novels that some man wrote. I don't know, but it is captivating. You will not be able to stop watching it. You're going to love it. Okay. Yeah. Adding it to my list. Okay. I, I was telling someone yesterday, I need a good show to kind of binge over the holidays. Yes. Yeah, you're like, I so like that's when I'm like just kind of slow down. Mm-hmm. Okay, what I'm else? all about all of those masterpiece shows. Oh my gosh, I'm the biggest nerd. Uh, the other one, oh, it's my bag. It's just something dumb. So oh, no, 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 no. That's what we like here. Hold on. <laughs> it's. I just got it at Target the other day. Opening my bag, it's just chapstick, which is I've been using stupid blistex like a man uh-huh. with like a little <laughs> toothpaste tube and the little slant and the little uh-huh. hole that gets yeah. lipstick in it for like twenty years, uh-huh. and I couldn't find it the other day, and I've ran out, so I had to find something else. I everything I get ends up being crap. It like chaps my lips for some reason. Uh-huh. I don't. I can never find a good chapstick. I found until one. now. Dun, Look dun, how dun. pretty it's the, cute the little bottle. It came in a two-pack. It's that, okay, I'm an old lady. I don't know, if, is EOS or do you pronounce it? How, do you, how does this work? The, sometimes it comes oh. in those little egg things. Yes, I've seen the eggs. Okay, I don't know how to say this. but either. The cool but I've had the egg know. thing. Okay, the egg thing did not work for me. Oh, okay. I wanted it because it's so cute, uh-huh, but it yeah. made my lips chap. Oh. I know. This is like minty and refreshing, so you put it on. I'm going to put on right now. Oh, this is good. It's live. Oh, oh. It, feels so, it feels so good. I, I wish felt you guys like we could just did a commercial. <laughs> $4.99 for two in the checkout aisle at Target. I love it. Yes. <laughs> I should have brought you some. Oh my god, That would have been a good gift. It would have. My favorite chapstick. <laughs> my favorite chapstick. Okay. Um, what are you reading these days? Well, you know how it is when you're like doing a book. I'm watching a lot of things, like, but I brought, I'll tell you the books I brought with me. Uh-huh. Um, number one, I am halfway through The Wondering Years by mm-hmm. Knox McCoy. Yeah, uh-huh. It is the best is it funny? book. Yes. Oh, it's awesome. It's so funny. It's so good. And I saw like, they were at your Nest Fest. They were there. Yeah. yeah. And I had already read like half of it. Now I'm saving it. I, mean, I don't want it to end. So yeah. I just read like a word a day. So uh-huh. I'm allowing yes, myself. Yes. <laughs> but I highly recommend that book. Um the other book I brought with me, which I haven't even started yet, but I'm looking forward to it, is Remember God, Annie Downs. It's good. I've read it. I can't wait. I was hoping to start it already, but it's hard to read in a moving vehicle. I feel like I want to throw up. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, you could. It's a real thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then next is The Ministry of Ordinary Places. 
Shannon. I love her. I'm like halfway through the book and I love her. I love her writing so much. Me too. Mm -hmm. Me too. Mm -hmm. I almost like, it's a book that I would want to also have someone read to me because it just, it feels like it just flows so beautifully. Yeah, I like that. I was, I interviewed someone recently and they told me that their husband reads to them in bed at night. What? I know. Like Ma and Pa Ingalls. Uh-huh. That's so sweet. Uh-huh. I know. Well, I would know. I would hate that. I would you like it? I don't think, I don't know that I would. It's so I think creepy. I'd rather watch TV. <laughs> but it's so great for them. <laughs> I know. It's so sweet, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. For someone else, I love it. But if my husband did that, I'd be like, uh-uh. Do you have a TV in your room, in your bedroom? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Do we you? Do, no, we do too. Okay, I'm fine But with we that. didn't for a long time. Yeah. Um, but then we got all these kids and we're like, if we want to watch something oh, that our 10-year-old yeah. can't watch, like, I need to be in my bed. There's no shame in that. It is okay. It it's is. It's okay. My kids and my husband are all watching hockey all day, like half the year. You don't, if you don't I want to see Poldark, I have to have my own TV. Yes. Yes. I want to put a TV in our barn. Oh. I want to have like to watch games. That's, I'm a big, yeah, I'm a big sports fan. Over. I know. I want to watch games out there. That makes sense. I know. It's for the people, Jamie. It's for the people is what I'm saying. Selfless. We have to do things for the people. Yes. Yes. Um, Michael, and this has been so phenomenal. It has been fun. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And come help me fix up my living room. Okay, let's go. Okay, you guys, I've never lied to you. I'm not going to lie to you. I told you you would love this show, and I know that you did. It seems like no matter what is going on in your world, there's always something for everyone in every show. Thanks for listening and today, and thank Michael and for joining me in Austin to talk about all things cozy and parenting and all of the things, books, everything. I loved it so much. So guys, you've probably seen me on Instagram wearing my new camo sweatshirt that says Be Kind. It's one of my most favorite products we've ever created, and you guys have been asking about it a lot. Last week, we did a 24-hour window when we opened up our store, and you loved those sweatshirts so much. I just want to let you know that we're going to be opening up the store soon, and I'll let you know. Make sure that you're a part of the newsletter so you can find out more information about that. jamieivy.com slash newsletter. Today's show was edited by Chris with Podshaper, and the music was developed for the show by Matt Graham. Next week, my guest is Blythe Hill, who is the founder of Dressember, and you will love our conversation about how she thought of an idea, how she could give back to IJM, and it has started a phenomenal movement. Guys, enjoy your week. Share the show with a girlfriend and have a happy hour with a friend. I will see you back here next week with my guest, Blythe Hill. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.